This episode of Shift for Brains is a co-production with The Sheldon McLeod Show on News 95.7 CJNI in Halifax, Nova Scotia. January 17th, Shift for Brains. How do we get our brains around the police and cultural competency? We are... Talk Radio on News 95.7. You're listening to The Sheldon McLeod Show. We have in our studio, to help us through this conversation called Shift for Brains, Bill Carr, the one, the only Bill. Welcome to the studio and welcome to Friday. Well, thank you. It's, it's, it's good. I, I'm, I'm at a, uh, I have a quandary. A quandary? I, I, want, I wish to share with you. Okay. I, a conundrum. I, I intended when we started Shift for Brains yeah. as, as, a, as a broadcast rather than a podcast. To always come in with a theme, see, right, right, and and be able to talk it over with you, and then have the audience call in, and we would have this conversation that would be very objective and right. and and hot cold thinking, as I always say. And every time this that I've come on, there's been an incredible issue in the news that to ignore would be criminal. It would just irresponsible. Be, it would be irresponsible. Welcome my welcome to my world, I Bill. I know. I know you didn't <laughs> my intention. So so I, I but then I looked at this and I realized it's actually a brilliant example of what we're trying to do. And I wanted to do okay. that. So so, How we, so? We, the issue the issue that's currently uh, you you just had on it about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the young lady that was uh, uh, at arrested. The Walmart and arrested and mm-hmm. and all of that. And and as you say so brilliantly, um, there's a, there's there's something wrong there. There's something wrong. There, there, what's happened is wrong. Whatever, however we want to go at it, and rather than laying blame initially, you say, we, until we know the full story, we don't know the full story. Right. And that's very cold thinking in a very hot mo- moment. Because, mm-hmm. and and so I said, now how do I how do I even pull it back further? Okay. Okay. So I I sat there and I thought about it and I and I realized that there's a there's a uh, a thing called mirror neurons in in the, the world of uh, psychologists, and they and I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but what it what it involves is uh, when I have a feeling or a thought or a, or an issue in my head, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it. When I'm with you, you think it too. Okay. And it's and it's a it's a very strange thing. It's a mirror. Like a yawn. It's called like, like a yawn is a very good example of a mirror neuronal system or a smile. Right. Like that's why they have a Walmart Walmart reader. Ironic that I said that, but. That's that's when, when somebody smiles at you, you you're automatically going to smile back. Right, and that has to do with a mirror neuronal system that occupies actually 20 percent of our brain is involved with mirror neuronal activity. Now, uh, the reason I bring that up is because when there's an, a hot issue, when there's an emotional issue involved, we react emotionally. Mm-hmm. And and if I'm if I if I came running in here today, for example, and, and sat down and you wouldn't, you said what what are we going to talk about? And I went. I was just about in a car accident. It was all this good. By the time I was finished, mm-hmm. you would have adrenaline and cortisol coursing through your veins, and your brain would be going. Right. Now I'll tell the story of mirror neurons at some point, but how they discovered them. Okay. But it was—it's a fascinating thing, and, and if you want to Google mirror neurons, people should because it helps us understand a lot of these things that why why they happen in social. And here's here's the point: social mm-hmm. situations. Right. The 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 in the Walmart, and and I'm going to go right to the story and, and not be specific about the incident as much as uh, uh, the general nuances of the incident that we do know that right. we can talk about. Okay, that we that we know for sure. There's a a, a woman uh, of color in the Walmart 
with her two children. Now that's a social situation. Mm-hmm. There, I don't know if, if you, uh, do you, I'm, I'm, do you have children? Do you have, My kids how, are grown now. They're, they're grown now, but how, when they were little, I yep. don't know if you remember what it was like when they were little, oh, but yeah. I do, I, yeah, I, I yeah. try to forget, but oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I do remember. And so you're in, the, you're in, the, in that place. That's an emotional situation as it stands. That's, mm. a, that's a hot thinking situation. I had, and I had a little boy named Alex who, who, would, who would disappear, just gone. Where like was you, he, gone? You, yep, and, and that was when I was holding his hand. He still managed to do that, you see. So I know that, that, that there's a certain energetic around that. Right. Okay? Now, I don't know where the police were before they got there. I don't know whether they came from an event down the road where there was uh, an upset or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're coming in with their own energy. They're coming in hot. Hot. You see, and and so you so you've got a, a a woman who's already in a hot situation. You've got police who could be coming in hot. I don't know, and I'm yeah. not I'm not accusing them of anything. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yep. And and but that's a that's already a very volatile situation. That's already a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't understand how um, you can be uh, how you can be accused of shoplifting when you're still in the shop. I like so that little parts got me. Hmm. So I, I went and did some research last night and, and because I wanted to clear up as much of this as I could. Hmm. And I read uh, two articles. One is called Street Checks, Legal Opinion from the Nova Scotia Human Rights Commission. Scott Wortley's report. Yeah, that's right. That was and a criminal psychologist from Ontario who was asked to come here and look at what was described as a systemic abuse of power. Okay. So, so now we're establishing that that and they concluded that it does indeed exist, and it's here, and it's hard, mm. and it's difficult, and it's a and it's a very again a very complex thing to think about. Right, feeling it is one thing, but thinking about it is another. And so, so work. And the other second second one was working better to serve all Nova Scotians. Nova Scotia Human Rights Commission again. Mm-hmm. Now this is an this was a, an amazing article because it talks about how uh, African Nova Scotians, Mi'kmaq, and people of color, people of, 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 of any ethnic origin other than white, and let's be clear, mm-hmm. experience shopping here in Halifax and in Nova Scotia. And it is a startling and, sh- and, and, and sh- um, stunning uh, revelation of what happens. Former Lieutenant Governor Mayanne Francis says, I get followed around in stores because she's a person of color. There you go. So, so I, I, and so, and you see, and there, and there it is. And I, and I was going to say too that I'm, 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 uh, I am one of the most privileged white middle class old guys you've ever seen in your life, and I have walked up to the counter with things in my pocket because I've got an inadvertent mind and I hate carrying bags, and dumped them on the counter and paid for them and left. And I have never once been stopped, discussed, followed. Right. I don't even get asked at the door if to see my receipts. Right. So. I, so, so in that context, and this is what I'm getting at, in mm-hmm. the context in which that event occurred, there's a whole lot of hot thinking happening. And when that hot think, the hot thinking meets hot thinking, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's volatile. And I'm and I'm I'm trying to get to the point where, like, there's a you you sent me a wonderful article on Hanlon's razor, right, right, and it and it says never attribute to malice. That which can be adequately explained, and, and the initial one was by stupidity. Right. And I modified that a little bit, and I said, never assume, never, never, ad, uh, never attribute to malice that which can be adequately explained by, and I'm saying ignorance. Hmm. And and my wife and I have talked about the word ignorance a lot because I I use it frequently about myself. I'll say I'll immediately ignorant about that, and she said that's a bit hard on you. And I said no, I'm 
It fits. <laughs> I'm as ignorant as you can get on this issue, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but I understand how it can be an emotive term. It can it can turn to mm -hmm. hot thinking really quickly with some people. Yep. But I mean it in the sense of just simply not knowing any better. Inadvertent racism because you're ignorant of culture. Er, and 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 it's and it's unintended consequences. Right. And so that gets me to the topic we were that I was going to bring up today, which is my mother used to say, "Be careful who you hang out with." Right. Okay. Because your mom you loves you. Yeah. She wants you to be well and, and not fall and in with the wrong crowd. The wrong crowd. And and I always said, and, she, and it turns out that these mirror neurons that I was talking about, which are now scientifically ver verified, my mother knew about apparently a gazillion years ago. And my, my mother, Abbas Carr, who's, who said, don't be so careful. And I said, well, wait a minute. Can't I influence? Can I be the good? You know, maybe I should hang around with those people because, you know, they're, they're bad people because they're, they'll be influenced to the good by me. And my mother said, no. That's not how it works. That's not going to happen, Billy. So, yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, how much of uh, the culture that we're living in is causing us to think and feel in a particular way and, and who we hang with and what we do. Like, like one of the responses that I was, I was reading the Facebook and I was listening to is, well, and, my, and my, my father said this, God bless my father, Reverend Russell Carr, you can't. You know, he was a wonderful man, but he had his thing. But he used to say, I'm quoting my parents now. But of course. He, yeah. he used to say, he used to say, well, if you don't have anything to hide, you don't need to worry if, if, they, if they pull you over. If you don't have anything to hide, you don't need to worry if they pull and, and I and, and I had said that, had, had that said to me my whole life. Mm -hmm. Until you see that maybe that's not necessarily the case, that this, this society is in a different place now. And so when people say, well, you know, th this is how it used to be. It's not that way anymore. And I'm thinking that one of the things about Shift for Brains is how can we start to think in a way that will help us feel differently? Hmm. Bill Carr is in our studio. Shift for Brains. We need to take a break. We opened it up for phones last week, 902-405-6000. And if you want to call, we'll run out of time if you don't call right away. If you have something you want to add to the conversation. We're going to continue this when we get back in just a moment. Uh, Bill Carr in our studio and Shift for Brains is on your radio. Uh, this segment has been and will continue to be a way for us to shift the way we think, hence the title of Shift for Brains. Uh, Bill Carr is here with us in our studio. Be careful who you hang around with is part of what we're discussing here. Um, John has given us a call this afternoon. John, what's your comment? Hi. How are you? Yeah, I just, uh, so what I don't understand, so the police, when they showed up at Walmart, now they want to hire nine more police officers. They want another million dollars for the budget. Well, obviously, there must be lots of cops out there doing nothing, because why would they got to send five cop cars to arrest a woman with two ch children? Hmm. John, that's... Does that make sense to you? Uh, the, the positions are administrative. I understand where they're saying they need that for accountability. There's a lot of unanswered questions about that particular situation. I want to uh, th thank you for calling. John, can I, yeah. can I ask you a question? When you first heard... What was your, what, and we're talking here about hot thinking and cold thinking. What was your hot thinking? What did you think when you first heard it? Well, like I said, the picture of her was what I first saw. And uh -huh. I thought, well, you know, uh, first of all, well, I didn't think she looked that dark skinned. So personally, I wouldn't think she was a woman of color. I'm just saying that. Just just my opinion. You're asking me my opinion. And the first thing I thought is, why did they have to send so many cops there? Yeah. The rest of the one woman, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, we, we got that many police officers, you know, just waiting to jump on a woman. Like, come on. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Something, something, there's something wrong with the system. That's, that's Big what we're, time. that's what we're wondering about too. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thanks. Yeah. 
Appreciate that. Um, and, and the idea, though, that, you know, much of this is unknown. The CRC response team is looking into it because an injury occurred yeah. in an arrest. And uh, and that, again, as you pointed out, uh, two, two groups hot thinking all at the same time, that's a recipe for, uh, well... A lot of talk on the radio. Well, the person that the person that uh, phoned in that was ta- was talking to you earlier, who represents the the uh, women of who are oh, Martha Violence? Painter. Martha. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was I was interested when she used the term mother bear. Um, you know, when the mother bear <laughs> fights, and and you know, there's a, there's a that that instinctive hot reaction is very real, and mm-hmm. and we we need to pay attention in our culture and in our society to things that happen in those hot moments, and 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 this. If, we, if we're conscious of them, we can actually control them. If we're not, then they control us. So in some ways, this mirroring, if, if Mirror neurons, what, yeah. we, know, we know nothing about what led up to and what, what was going on in her world with her kids at that moment, that in fact, as she admitted on her Facebook page, she did not like what was happening no. and stood up for herself. Some would describe it as she described it. Others might have a different terminology, but it was heat meets heat. heat, meets heat. Yeah. And, and also, it is interesting you say about terminology. Again, how, how an emotional response is an emotional response. Mm-hmm. What you name it is, is actually uh, um, uh, adds contrast and shade to what's happening to the event. So, mm-hmm. that, so that I was angry. Okay, were you angry? I was afraid. Those are two different things. They can look the same, right. but they're two different things. And, we're, and to, to, to take the cold thinking and name our emotions properly like if she was stressed if she was upset if the officer was stressed and the officers were stressed and upset what was the what was the context in which this occurred and if we don't hold ourselves back enough to say we need to know the context mm-hmm. then we're going to jump to conclusions and and those and, and I and I said that's why I read those two articles and when I read those two articles I went okay so there's an atmosphere there's an atmosphere out there that needs to be explored very, very carefully, and we need to figure out why it's there and how we can and how we as a culture and as a society can can think our way and then act our way mm-hmm. into better feeling. We've got Bill Carr here with us, and uh, John has given us a call. John, hello, you're there. Hey, how's it going? Hi, John. Hey, how's it going? Good. I uh, I just there's got to be more to the story in my eyes. Like, why would they just grab her and throw her to the ground in the Walmart? And why would everybody let that go on? Yeah. And uh, why do you see? And what what you're asking is a very interesting question. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to push it a little bit and ask you this, John. Why do you, why do you think there, there was more to it than what we saw? And and I'm not saying there was or there wasn't, but why do you, why do you, why do you think that? Uh, My personal thought is she may have, took it the wrong way, the way they were treating her. And then they didn't like how she was talking to them. And then it just kept escalating. Yes. I, I seen the video. I heard the curse words. I heard this. I heard that. I mean, it doesn't sound like, yes, they used too much force in my eyes as well, but it doesn't sound if I was civil and they said, we think you're stealing. And I said, well, sure. I mean, I'm sorry you think that, but go ahead and check. It just doesn't add up. Like, I don't understand why all of a sudden you got cops on top of her, which was too much force, but there had to have been a reason for them to get there. John, thank you for Thank this. you, John. Appreciate that. You know, and there, and there, John's brought up a very, very good point. How did it get there? Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, if the atmosphere is, is such that um, there's, there, and, and, and there's, the tensions are already there mm-hmm. and the stress is already there. There's an interesting uh, part of neuroscience that I, that I've, 
when I learned about it first, I, I was shocked and amazed and, and then realized it's in my life all the time. Mm-hmm. And that is when you have the fright or flight uh, response, response yeah. your prefrontal cortex shuts down. That's empathy. That's where you have uh, compassion. That's where you have the logical thinking. And your reptilian brain kicks in and you, you want to survive and fight. Right? So, so when, if, if it's a hot situation and, there, and there's anger and, there's, and it's raised emotions, mm-hmm. the prefrontal cortex can shut down. And those things that would make sense of this situation could be out of the way, out of the way completely. And, on all, on, and, all, and everybody there, and when the mirror neurons kick in, you've got a, you've got a double whammy. And, and many in the industry and those who are concerned will say it's about imbalance of power. You know, if you try to escalate someone with a badge and the authority to arrest you, the consequences might not be what you expect. Uh, Rob, uh, thanks for calling. Good, uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good day. Hi, Rob. So I guess my concern would be this. First of all, when you get to a situation like that and the police are trained, my first thought would be let's de-escalate this rather than escalate it. I believe it was probably uh, the confrontation, was, which was probably the worst thing because it took it to a new level where it shouldn't have been. And I'm under the assumption, and I might be wrong, as long as it's in your cart and until you leave the store, that's not stealing. And I don't think the police maybe had all the facts. I think they just were called and said someone is stealing. I also fault Walmart because you know what? They could have taken the girl or the lady uh, and maybe de-escalated this into a different section of the store rather than having it out in the public. So I think there's a lot more questions that have to be answered. But I, I, I believe that Mr. Kinsella, who is the new chief of police, is doing an amazing job. And I think he'll get to the bottom of this. If, there's, if this was a bad situation, then I think these officers need to be having a course with respect to this because it should have been de-escalated rather than escalated. All right. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. And I don't, you know, we, we're getting callers and we've got like two and a half minutes left. Yeah, Rob, just, just uh, working better to serve all Nova Scotians from the Nova Scotia Human Rights Commission. It speaks exactly to what you're talking about with regards to Walmart and stores in general. Right. It's a fascinating read. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, James, I don't know if we're going to have time because I want to get to uh, Bill's point today. We were, you know, be careful who you ra- hang around with. Yeah. And as you say, this mirroring and maybe that mirroring of uh, two people are having a bad day. One of them has a badge and the authority to arrest you. Yeah. Well, and also he, uh, uh, Rob mentioned the police are trained. Right. Yep. And and yes, they are. Are they are they trained in restorative practice, for example? Are they trained in in uh, in they're trained to deescalate? Yes. But are they do they know enough? And I'm not I'm not at all critical of uh, or, or making a determination. Right. I am being critical, right. but I'm not making a determination. That's the difference. Critical thinking. And critical thinking. And and I'm wondering if if in if this situation uh, uh is is an example, and it seems to be of 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 something that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I wonder about is would it would some of the training be advisable to check into what happens in a stressful situation, how neuroscience works in these situations, and and what de-escalation really looks like when there's a power imbalance. Hard to do in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, it sure is. With just about uh, forty five seconds left, what are we? What are you hoping to get to next week? Social norms are just that. They're social. I got it written down. They're socially determined, and they evolve and they mutate. Freedom of speech is not a universal truth like gravity. Hmm. It's something, a social norm and a value that we have temporarily agreed upon. And next week, I'd love to talk about 
political correctness and you're listening you're ta- you're talking to the guy who who could be accused of all kinds of things has been and will and will confess to it next week Bill Carr comes into our studio on Friday afternoons from 3 to 3.30 for a segment. He calls Shift for Brains, and we do, too. And Yay. we thank you very much for doing this, Thank Bill. you, sir. And thank you to the callers, too. Oh, absolutely. And, and they can go on the Shift for Brain website if they want to keep this conversation going.